Okay. Well, uh, hey, I don't, I don't know if you've got a intro planned or not, but I certainly don't. This is the Rockaroo. Every now and then, we don't have an intro. Well, I mean, we could start with the 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 Rockies. They are only nine games under 500, which is not good. Still not good, but it's, in my mind, it's very surprising that they're not worse because of how they have six road wins. <laughs> through the season, six road wins. Uh, There's still only nine games below 500. Well, I mean, it's, it's just the classic what we've been talking about i mean they they've been home the last seven games and they won six of them yeah not i mean granted it was against pittsburgh and let's be honest st louis like st louis is not good by any means right but you know like hey they like they get it done at home they do they do and I'm proud of Rockies fans because I, uh, the that home reopener or whatever they were calling it, I thought it was going to be packed to the rim, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Now the 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 fireworks games were, but you know fireworks. What what do you right? Do? Yeah. yeah. But then that Sunday game, the game on the fourth actually was, well, there there were a lot of empty seats, so. Um, well, and you know, to reiterate, not a single Rockies Rocky player was voted into the hometown All Star game. So, and that's that goes to show like what the fans think of the Colorado Rockies right now. And you know what? Unfortunate for McMahon. Like I really think unfortunate for him. But I'm maybe not so much with uh, the way he's been playing lately. It's kind of tapered off quite a bit uh but story i guess also like right like yeah story easily should have been voted in just from a fanship base yeah yeah and like we're not excited the rockies fans are not excited that the all-star game is going to be in our hometown in this specific situation yeah yeah, and I guess we should mention the only Rockies all-star is Herman. Breaking yeah. news. Which he freaking ripped it apart this past week. But... Yeah, well, this past month, really. Yeah, this past month. Because <clears throat> that is the – like his, his overall season numbers aren't out of this world, but he has been out of this world the past month, two months. So... I mean, in that last Cardinals – well – in the last Cardinals game, he went. He allowed two runs, six innings pitched, but struck out eleven dudes. That's like the Marquez we're used to. In the game before, he went completely against the Pirates, obviously. But man, not just that, but almost no hit the right. those bastards. Yeah, he one hit them. One one hit completely. So he's worth, I think he's worthy of all star appearance, but it's pretty embarrassing that the Rockies can't get an offensive player into the home. 
that's town I, all-star game. That's what I was thinking. It's just funny. Like, it's almost like a weird joke, you know? Like, the Rockies, they don't have any hitters, but they've got a pitcher. Man. It's ridiculous. I mean, I guess story really, like... He's his numbers. Are, he, he is heating up, but he is definitely kind of pedestrian when it comes yeah. down to it. Yeah, he had that, what, he was out a week, week and a half with that injury. Um, and I don't know, you know, they never, they didn't decide to send him down and put him on a rehab or anything. And I think that may have hurt him a little bit because I think it took him a while to, to readjust. You know, I think they should have at least sent him down for a couple. Like, I get it. You don't want to go down to, I don't know, Albuquerque, that that stadium looks nice. You get yourself some blue meth. You know, they have a nice little in-season vacation. A couple <laughs> games, play a weekend down there. Get your yeah. back and your timing. and So you don't look like a fool when you, when you, you get back in the lineup. But, hey, I'm not in charge, so. They're smarter than me, apparently. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the deal. All-star, like the all-star roster, I think story doesn't really necessarily belong on it. But some of the guys that are on there, Edward Escobar, he's having, Eduardo, sorry, is having a good year. I get it. But Chris Ethan Taylor, Kyle Schwarber, Jake Cronenworth, Chris Taylor, well, that's the Dave Roberts thing, right? It's got to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to have someone to do the taxes on the squad. (laughs) Uh, Good one. But, I mean, Pittsburgh has two offensive guys on. One of them's a starter. Frazier? Did he make the starting? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, it's like, and there's Nolan. I guess rightfully so. If you look at defense, he's, he belongs there. But, you know, like, there's some teams that the, I mean, the Rockies are not that far behind Atlanta from a win win standpoint. Right. And Atlanta has Freddie Freeman, Acuna Jr., obviously. They're both starters. Oh, and then Ozzie Albies is the, is the third. You know, Washington... They're not far behind Washington. They've got Schwarber and Soto. Both those guys are good. Oh, and Trey Turner, who you voted for. Hey, whoa. Oh, did you not? You didn't. You switched it up, right? You did? Oh, no, I I did vote for Story. Yeah, I was debating it, but I did vote for Story. Yeah. I did not vote for Story. So that's, I mean, I guess that's exactly the point that I'm trying to make. Like, do you, but the real question is, do you think ownership and management recognizes that? I don't know. I don't. I would like to say yes because they're not stupid what? idiots. But what? They're not what? They're not stupid idiots. <laughs> but I'm starting to think they are. Um, I. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I think they noticed when their big reopening didn't go completely as they probably would have liked it. 
two halves. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that is the part where they would start to say, oh, okay, okay. But then you get the fireworks and it's back at capacity. And I think that puts them back into a, a sense of false security, I suppose. So I don't know. They're not going to take notice until it's consistent low attendance. And that is a, a positive of for the team. Um, you know, that it is back to 100% capacity now because now they can't write it off and say, oh, well, we're only at, yeah, because of the restrictions and this. Now they don't have that excuse. So, yeah, I look like I legitimately right now would say, uh, obviously, like still a fan, but I am taking some stances. Normally, I would have bought at least one merchandise item by now, maybe more. Uh, I would have been to at least a couple of games, maybe, and I'd be planning some more. Um, we obviously talk about them every week, but I don't watch every single game every week. I don't even, I used to say, like, I used to watch every game, uh, whether it would be in, like, the condensed format or whatever. I used to always say I watched a, a portion of the games, but... Right now, I can't tell you that I cannot tell you that I've watched uh, every game. I can't. I can't give you that that uh, assurance. I can say that I've watched most games, but still, you know, like and like this week. Let's be honest; they were really exciting to watch. They yes. really were, like super exciting. I mean, Diaz. Like, what the? I guess we should have been writing him in for the. NL catcher yeah. of the all-star yeah. team. And we should have led this episode off with him. I, I meant to do that and forgot. Yeah, we absolutely should have. Yeah. Um, I, but I'm right there with you. I haven't... I haven't, like, actually sat down, like, five minutes before game start to, like, sit and watch the whole game since... Gosh, I, maybe opening day. And... Until Friday, because I, I did want to see the Nolan stuff. And then, of course, rain delay. It's like, ah, oh, I sit down for one game in the past two months. <laughs> it's got to be delayed. So Classic, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. But that was a good, that ended up being a really good game. And like you said, yeah, all of them, even, even the one they lost, um, though it ended really poorly for the Rockies. It was good up until a very specific moment, but yeah. And um, the score obviously is not indicative of uh, what that game really was. Right. Right. But I think that like, so I'm like, so I would say I'm a strong fan. I would say you're a strong fan. What are the like mediocre fans doing right now? They're completely off, right? Like they're dumb. They're not watching. Oh, if yeah. they're a baseball fan, they're watching some other team, right? The Mets. They're probably watching the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, they're. I mean, the casual Rockies fan is totally out, totally out right now. Um, even like this should be like a really exciting time too because of the all-star game coming to town and i think it's just i don't know 
it's just kind of dead. It's kind of dead zone. You know, people are talking about, well, I mean, this would happen anyway, because it's Broncos country, but people are talking more about Aaron Rodgers possibly going to the Broncos than they are the all-star game. So, that's it. That's it. Honestly, like that's a classic Broncos move, right? Like, yeah, that's going to happen, right? Maybe. Right. I feel like it's Oh, Rodgers going to the Broncos. Yeah. I don't know if you believe stink, AKA Mark Schlereth. I mean, he said on draft night or the day before draft night, like, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was basically like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers for sure is going to be a Denver Bronco. It's like, wait, what? Huh? (laughs) So I don't know, man. I know there was something like with his contract, like in early July, where like he doesn't, isn't owed as much money or something, you know, something contractual like that. So yeah. I don't know if that's past or if that's tomorrow or I haven't been paying that much attention to it because I've been focused more on, you know, a shitty ish Rockies team. Right. Yeah. Cause it's summer and I love the Broncos and I'm ride or die Broncos fan, but I'm not fucking around with Broncos news in the summer, even though it is like pretty, (laughs) pretty damn big news. It'd be like the opposite of the Nolan thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. It'd be the exact opposite. That's funny. I just thought of that. Man, so I'll I'll say this: April twenty third. Actually, I'll say this: April twentieth through the twenty third or twenty fifth. April twentieth through April twenty fifth. That was the last time I legitimately. Was like, all right, I'm sitting. I'm going to watch these games. Uh, I legit. The, so April 20th was a Houston series uh, at home, I believe. Yeah, game, two, game. two game at home. I was like, oh, I want to watch that. For some dumb reason, I couldn't watch it live, so I blacked myself out. I watched both of those games afterwards. Which it was awesome. Both of those games were really awesome. A six-two win for the Rockies, a six-three win for the Rockies. Then an off day, and then Philadelphia at home, and a uh, win-loss win. So three games, and then they went to San Francisco, and that's where they dropped the uh, the Owen the zero to twelve game to San Francisco. They ended up winning on the April twenty-seventh, but that. That zero twelve, I was like, I'm not watching the next game. And then from there, it's just been downhill for me. So I almost, almost watched that. So the series where the Diamondbacks – so I've watched games here and there, but I haven't been that – like like you said earlier, that guy that's like, oh, I'm going to sit down. Game starts in five minutes. Make sure that I'm here. I got my water. I got my brewski. I got whatever it is. I'm going to watch this game, enjoy it regardless of what happens, that's the last time, April 20th. We'll call it that. Well, April 25th is legitimately legitimately the last time. But uh, that Diamondbacks series at home when they freaking smoked the Diamondbacks, that almost got me, like, almost got me back in. But it just it, – it wasn't enough with everything that transpired afterwards. And here we sit, July. Really, like, we're almost halfway through July – 
And the only, I guess the only good news is they're going to the Diamondbacks and then they're going to the Padres, which sucks, but they're going to the Diamondbacks, going to the Padres, and then they're going to have the, the all-star break, which all-star break in baseball still like is always so fun. I still, it's still really a fun, fun all-star game in relation to all other sports, I think. And I guess the good news is, like, maybe they can, you know, get their away wins from six to nine because the Diamondbacks, 26.3, 26.3, I believe. Uh, that's their winning percentage. Yeah, the Diamondbacks freaking suck. Like, we're <laughs> like, we're like, really hammering the Rockies and rightfully so but oh god like what like what if you're a Diamondbacks fan well you're not because they don't exist I've never have you ever met a Diamondbacks fan oh Oh. yeah one oh one Diamondbacks fan sorry oh sorry what did I say 26 point Mm? so they're the the number of games back they are to the uh wild card is equivalent to their winning percentage. 26.7 winning percentage, 26 and a half games back of the wild card. The Rockies, as miserable as they are, and like you said, they're they're whatever it was, nine nine games? No. Yeah, Yeah, nine games below 500. It's possible I did my math wrong because I'm not very good at. So eleven games, I think, is the actual answer. Oh, eleven games away with the eleven death. games below five hundred, and uh, there are twelve games out of the wild card, which is honestly like if they could figure out how to win half their games on the or win a third of their games on the road, they I mean they would they could compete for a wild card still this this year like. Things could change, and they honestly could compete for a wild card, which is crazy to think of. They're 16 and a half games out of first place in the NL West. But all that being said, the Diamondbacks are more than double the amount of games the Rockies are out of first place in both the West and the wild card. 23 and 63 is their record. Holy Lord. Well, yeah, and that's a, I mean, that is a perfect place to go for them right now to get back on track on the road. You're going to a place where, um, one, it's close. Two, you're familiar with it. Three, you usually play pretty well there. Four, it's a really bad team. And five, you had an off day. So those five things right there, I mean, they should put it on the Diamondbacks no problem and then hopefully get their momentum going into san diego because that's a beatable team yes they proved that yes so um it's it's up in it's upstairs we all know that it's above the above the shoulders between the ears you know all the the cliches um behind the eyes (laughs) behind the eyes in front of the back of the skull (laughs) <laughs> you know, on top of the brainstem, all that stuff. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Let's. I, I'd like to change gears here a little bit. You probably didn't see this or hear this, but 
Um, so on Friday, obviously, Nolan made his return, uh, and the fans were very welcoming. I didn't know how I was going to feel because um, I really want badly to hate the guy. But he came up, and I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't do it. But anyway, then, and this may have even been pregame before the game or, or in between innings, but, you know, of course, Houston and, and Goodman have to say what, what they want to say about the situation. And they were trying to relate. I shit you not. These are grown ass men. They were trying to relate, relate this Nolan situation with other players who had who who don't finish their careers with the team they start with and you know they said something like so there's only two there's are like eight six or eight Rockies players who have played a thousand games in a Rockies uniform and only two finish their career with the Rockies okay okay what well that like whatever that has nothing to do with the Nolan situation one okay right two then Houston brought up Mookie Betts. What? About him being traded to Yeah. And it's like the Red Sox did not sign Mookie Betts to a seven year deal and then deal him three years in. Like what how dumb do you they just it goes back, they just think their audience is so dumb. Yeah. And I think even the casual fan isn't that out of touch with this what's going on. And it just drives me nuts that they actually think we're buying this 100% grade A bullshit. And then he, uh, Goodman, uh, I can't, he mentioned uh, some other player. I can't remember who it was, but it just had, it was nothing like the Nolan situation at was all. It, was it Babe Ruth? <laughs> I don't know. No, it wasn't Babe Ruth, but just stupid, stupid assholes operating their state news. Yeah. You know, it just pisses me off. I Like, why even go through that exercise? Everything is so, like, yeah. different. And we all know that yes. it all comes down to a, a tenuous relationship between the old GM and Nolan and ownership and ownership backs the GM in this situation, I believe. And then we got to where we're at. And I think ownership right now would probably be like, is probably sitting there thinking, fuck man, like we made the wrong call there, which you know what? Okay. I get it. Like we, like we all have big and little decisions in our lives and th- we make the wrong one sometime. That's, I mean, it's it's going to happen. But acknowledge it and don't do it again. That's like the big piece of it all. And we're just going to see if ownership comes to that conclusion. I don't know if they will. Can't Momfort go on a racist tirade and get ousted? I mean, come on. Get canceled? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's just uh, it's, it's I don't think Oh, go ahead. I mean, I guess that's all I had on that. <laughs> uh, well, 
I wouldn't count on it because from that standpoint, I do still think that Monfort is not a. I like. I don't think he's a like a bad guy. He's just a bad baseball businessman. He might be a bad businessman. It's hard hard to say. But overall, I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a bad guy. Like he, I think he gives actually gives more credit than he should be to players <laughs> yeah. and coaches. And I think that's the problem. I think that he's yeah. like a really, really good guy. And that's the, that's the problem with it. And like, sometimes you ha- just have to be a logical or reasonable person when it comes to business and operating a team. And it's like, Hey, you know what? Sometimes you got to let people go. And in, in sports, like that's not a bad thing. These, these dudes find new spots, like a, you know, a drop of a, dime you know like i don't know any like guy that lost his job and all of a sudden couldn't find another one in the sport whether it was like a demotion or a lateral move to another team it's like it's just like kind of part of the business you know it's one of the only businesses that's like that i mean you know other than acting because those guys lose their job after every project that they do right but so it's like belt in it's a belt in false equivalency there but yeah right there it's it's not equivalent but uh anyway (laughs) most people like have just a stable job that they work day in day out and you know the they move on to maybe another company but do kind of the same thing i mean from that standpoint it's really built in like most coaches players don't expect to be with the same team for you know 20 years it's it's not a reality so it's okay it's okay you know sometimes they just get complacent or whatever you need to change like all that stuff is okay and momfort i don't think you know he's he's that's not his deal he's like hey man i like i committed to this person i'm loyal to them i'm gonna give them every opportunity and he does and it just doesn't work out So, with all that being said, the Rockies are actually from a like all the teams in both American and National League are again not like the absolute worst. And there is, I mean, there's still a lot of season left. There is a very good chance that they are mediocre just like we worried about. You mean like to compete for that second wild card spot that they hang on to Gray and Story and Yeah. I read Get this the... thing. I'm sure you saw it about this this guy. He's just a writer, so it's not like I mean but he did his, you know, debt trade deadline predictions. One of them was that Trevor Story will not be traded. He went into this thing about how, and you brought this up uh, uh, earlier in the season, but about how like rentals really, really aren't uh, valued as much as they, they were in the past. So it's possible he doesn't get moved. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. What do you think about that? I don't think he's going to get moved. Could be for that reason. For that reason. Um, 
because and also for the reason that the Rockies don't have the like skill set to actually make a move. Like the re- the reality is, there's no one in the organization right now that can legitimately legitimately negotiate a Trevor Story trade. I don't. I'd like. I don't see that. Plus, it's like now you don't have anyone that. I mean, I'm not saying Bill Schmidt doesn't have relationships with other teams, GMs, but you know, you 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 think that 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 takes time to develop. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I've never been a GM in any sport, so. Um, I mean, if you, I think if they wanted to get a deal done, they could, but it's, again, it's about the return. So what's it worth getting two or three mid-tier prospects or keeping story on your roster for for the last two months of the season? So the fans come out to the park, maybe, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, and so the fans come out, and then it's also so you can you can legitimately tell story like, hey, we never put you on the trade block. We always <laughs> intended on re-signing you. Like that's a negotiation technique, and I mean, story and his agent will see right through that, right? Like they will because <laughs> it's just not like this. They'll see through it, but it is a technique, and it's like, hey, this is this was our intention all along, and this is we want you on our team, and. You know, the problem is they're going to try to get a hometown discount. And bad news for Story is he really isn't putting the season together for our bad news for Story. Good news for the Rockies, I guess. Like, that's the other thing. He's not putting the season together where he's going to be as marketable as he was before. It's kind of like a classic Ian Desmond situation where Desmond, you know, entered free agency after a like a mediocre season but had like the really, really big seasons before that. And every team was like, we're not going to take a chance on you. And he ended up not getting a, you know, he turned down a deal from the, from the nationals. That was huge. And ended up having that crappy kind of that crappy year and had to sign with the Rangers to play outfield for one year. And then of course the Rocky killed it. The Rockies, we're like, oh yeah, Desmond's back, and he was not back. So, you know, Story's not doing himself any favors, unfortunately for him. Fortunately, probably for the Rockies, because maybe they do have an opportunity to resign him because of the way he's playing this year. And maybe the end of the year tells a different story. You know, you know what I mean? Different story, but maybe it doesn't. Hey, I, hey, Branding. Can you make sure you insert the laugh track right there, please? (laughs) Maybe, here, let me hit it again. Maybe the end of the year is a different story. You know what I mean? But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think the Rockies have a legitimate shot at re-signing him now. I mean. Yeah, but then it comes down, does he even want to stay? I would and have then to it comes down no. to, yeah, I mean, because he might even, you know, if there's the same offer from the whatevers, the the Rangers, I always bring them up because that's, you know, his hometown and everything. But whoever, um, you know, he might, if it's the same offer, 
I mean, he probably wouldn't take less. So in that regard, I think. And do the Rockies want to? I mean, maybe they have. And that's the thing with the whole like shakeup in the front office now. Like, do they want to move forward with Rogers at short? Right. You know. Yeah. Go with Rogers at short and and Hampson, or though Hampson hasn't he hasn't been playing much. Um, I guess who else plays second? And I guess McMahon and you you put Fuentes. I think McMahon is just too good at third. Yeah. To um to to not play him there, uh, and he was on display. I think showing oh, showing yeah. up for his bud Nolan made some really nice plays over there. He did. Um, but or or you say, well, we like if we want to sign Story, keep him at short. Just keep Rogers at second. McMahon's our third baseman moving forward, and then you build around those three guys. I think those are solid three guys to build around. Um, I agree with that. I I think that that's a good move. I mean, Story's not this super freaking old geezer guy, you know? Like, he's going to be around for a while if you want to re-sign him. McMahon and Rogers, obviously. Rogers is only 24. Like, you know, like, McMahon is, what, 20. I guess he is maybe 28. I don't know. Maybe he's younger than that. But it's like, there's that's a, that's a nice group to build around for a while. And to be honest, you like really like what you have in Tapia and Daza. Like Daza has mm-hmm. been really pretty solid. You need to do something with, with Blackman. Like, I don't know what, but to do something there. And player coach. Yeah. That would be perfect. DH. Next year, DH. Yeah. If DH gets... comes in, it's like that's where he's at, right? That's perfect. He can comb his beard when he's not in the field and then just focus on his at-bats. Ryan McMahon is 26 years of age. 26. Yeah. Okay. His story so... is 27 or 28. So that's like, I mean, come on, right? Like, story's mm-hmm. just entering his, like, prime – Got like he's got at least five years in him. You're not going to sign him to a ten year deal like, you know, these teams are doing with some of these players. But you know, like he's not going to be worthy of that deal going into free agency. Not after the season. But, I mean, maybe if he picks it up in the back in the second half of it. But you know, like, I think you can. I think you can make a legitimate run at signing him. But you're right. If Texas, who's like worse than the Rockies makes him an equivalent offer why wouldn't he go there you know it's like if i'm gonna play for a shitty team why not play for a team that's close to home now he's been in colorado and these guys put roots all over the place like you you never really know where home is for these guys anymore but you know like why wouldn't he go play in a plush brand new stadium great facility like maybe near mom and dad you know like that's likely the case I'm sure they haven't like moved out to Colorado, but maybe they have. I don't keep track of that stuff enough, but you know, you're if you're going to play for a shitty team, enough. what's that? You're not listening to Goodman enough. He'll tell you. Yeah. So he'll okay, so all, he'll tell you that stuff more than actually calling the the damn mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. on the field. These this yeah. this broadcasting crew, 
they're borderline narcissists. I mean, I feel the more I watch it, it just feels like it's all about them. Like, I should not know the names of Spielberg's children. You know, I have nothing against them. Absolutely nothing right. against them. Yeah. That's not why I'm tuning in, you dickheads. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, hey, if you want to be, if you're his buddy, if you're his friend, then yeah, right? If you're watching his uh, daytime talk show, well, you know, maybe. But you're not. You're watching the Colorado Rockies. Like, you, like, barely might want to know the names of some of the Rockies players' pets. You know, like, you yeah. might, like, be okay. Outside of that, like, you, you, like, you really don't care. You want to know, like, hey, what are these, like, what's the significance of the the players and their performance? That's what you want to know. Like, talk to me about that. Yeah, I should not know the backstory between Jenny and her husband. You know, that's irrelevant to me. They think this stuff is relevant. And I'm sure there's people out there watching that love that shit. Oh, that's so cool. That's interesting and cute. But they're not baseball fans, right? Right. They're a casual. Yeah. But is anyone, even if they do like it, is anyone tuning in to hear that stuff about those guys? Like, okay, for example, I can't remember which game it was, but it was like a pretty fairly pivotal part of the game. And they were talking to, they brought up like Buffalo, New York. I think they were talking about the Blue Jays playing there or whatever. And then they brought in Mark Stout because I guess Stout used to live there and do rock and roll radio there. And they were talking, I mean, it was kind of relevant in the terms of Stout was like talking about the name of this ballpark and kind of the history with it a little bit. But it's just Dude, like, none, of, none of that is, none of that's relevant. No. Like, I'm sorry, they get on those tangents like way too often. And I haven't been watching this year. I assume they still do it, but it's like they get on that shit like way too frequently. And before you know it, you're like, man, are you going to even talk about what's going on in the inning here? Like, what the hell? But they're all that way. Spielberg's not like not as much, but like Sullivan, Goodman, Usen, they're. They're bad. Also, before I forget, love Kyle Freeland-ish, but I'm sick of hearing this shit about pitchers. They're athletes, and they want to be competitive, and they want to take at-bats, and then they are going to pull their fucking hamstring around in second base and then be taken out of the game and compromise their health. Yeah. Sick of it. And I don't care if you're a good golfer. I'm not watching you on the PGA Tour. Right. Maybe right. you should spend more. Maybe maybe you should watch Shohei Otani instead of spending your time on the golf course. Maybe take some at bats in the cage if you yeah. really want to be a, a a tough dick uh, uh, athlete pitcher hitter combo. That just pisses yeah. me off. And then we hear <laughs> you probably read this. Ryan Rollison recovers from his appendectomy and then gets hit in the knuckle by a line drive while taking outfield during batting practice like (laughs) what Shohei Otani's hitting 31 home runs and has a you know 12.2 K per nine rate Uh, I'm going to compare every ball player to Shohei Otani from here on out 
Yeah, right? Like, what, like, why, why not? Why wouldn't you? He is, like, have you, like, he has 31 home runs. Yeah. 31. So let me tell you this. He is leading, leading the National League in home runs. Or American League, I'm sorry. No. All of the league. All of baseball. Yeah. In home runs. He's got, let's see, he is, in your super awesome stat, the old RBI, he is, crap. I guess he's, is he down too far? Like, no way, is that? Let me see. Let me see here. He has 67 RBI. So that puts him... Fourth in all of baseball. Oh, no, sorry. Third, technically. Third in RBI in all of baseball. Man. And then his OPS is, of course, third in all of baseball. Okay, he's got 282 at-bats. The guy that's right above him is Fernando Tatis Jr., who has 248 at-bats. So it's not like the dude doesn't have a bunch of at-bats, right? Like, he's right. getting, he's out there, he's doing it. Now, here's the real... Where do you think he is in all of baseball? For, um, let's just call it ERA. Third or fourth, fifth or sixth. <laughs> Third or fourth or fifth or sixth. Yes. Well, first you have Jacob DeGrom, which like, what the hell? He sold his soul or something, right? <laughs> yeah, like. That's like that's... the deal. Yeah, you'll have the best ERA ever, but your team will never win a game. Ha <laughs> ha, you didn't see that in the fine print, did you, bud? It's freaking crazy. So let's see. Uh, DeGrom has a below one ERA. He has a .95 ERA. Oh my goodness. Holy crap. You know what is, like, I don't like, I know we weren't talking to DeGrom. His whip is .54. Oh man. That is. That is freaking insane. Enviable. Enviable. Uh huh. Seven wins, two losses. Uh, 136 strikeouts. Oh my goodness. Like the guy, that guy is insane. He's insane. Okay. So Shohei Otani in the ERA. Let's see. Why isn't he not showing up here? This is annoying. All right. I'm going to have to just switch to Angels. Let's see. What? Well, I don't know where he's at. Player, ERA. I selected Angels only, and I got no hits. Do they not have pitchers? What's going on there? Are we being fake news? This is this what? whole Otani what? thing just a what in the world fraud? So I was going to look this up because I was like, oh man, I really want to know. All right. Not that I really wanted to know, but I I saw this stat and it was like 
uh, it was probably like two weeks ago where Shohei led the league in home runs and and ERA. And I was like, whoa, what the? That's crazy. But now I can't find it because for some reason uh, my my stats my stats looking up ability is uh, not great right now. Well, maybe he doesn't qualify, but that I mean that. Oh, that could be it. Right. Um, yeah, you're right. That doesn't sound right. Well, all of it, like. Yeah, I don't see. I that's... Well, while you're here's something you're gonna hate. Yeah. The other week, Houston referred to Derek Jeter as Jeets. <laughs> yeah, Jeets. I definitely hate that. What? Like, like, why is he doing that? Like he's real buddy buddy. And I don't think anyone in the history of his life has called him Jeets. Yeah, Jeets. You know? Excuse me. You don't think? You don't think no, any. probably someone, but it just like no way Houston knows Jeter on that level, right? Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. So Why I wouldn't thought Deets. Why wouldn't he call him Deets? Deets. Derek. Oh, hey. Deets. By the way, I forgot to say. By the way. Shohei Otani is going to compete in the Home Run Derby as well. Yeah, he's going to be in the Home Run Derby and I think start the, maybe not start the game. Probably not start the game. It's like full on, like the starting pitcher? No, he won't yeah. be the starting Here's pitcher. good news, though. Good news, bad news. Herman Marquez, better ERA than Zach Grenke. Oh, yeah. Worse ERA than Casey Mize. Uh Yeah, that hurts a little bit. And Aaron Savale, who, you know, he's 10 and 2. Never heard of the guy. Isn't that Oh, really? For Cleveland, right? Yeah, 97 innings pitch. So he's been doing it a while. He's pretty good. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Well, me? Yeah, I don't see him on this list either. I don't see him on here. Like, I don't know what's going on. This is like a. He must not qualify for some weird reason. It was must he be injured a little bit this season that he wasn't able to pitch, but he could still hit. That may be the case. I don't know. Do you think he's ever given up three doubles in a row to start a a game? <laughs> Otani? Yeah, as a pitcher on the I'll, road. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the road Def- definitely not on the road <laughs> I can't find any of his pitching stats on this MLB website and that's a- uh, maybe he doesn't pitch and we just got Mandela defected it's, it's possible <laughs> we'll wake up tomorrow and it's Shohei Otani batter only oh my gosh that would be weird and you Darvish is, is a hitter only you Darvish is the greatest hitter in all. <laughs> well, 
anyways, Shohei is what baseball needs, right? More, yes. they need more of that guy. And they could use a, like another Ken Griffey Jr. I think we talked about that, but we could use yeah, that. Guy. You... We could use that like that again. But you got we got a bunch of juniors to pick from. Tatis Jr. You don't think? Uh, he... yeah, I guess I'm not specific. Jr. Junior piece of it. I'm talking about the player piece. No, of I it. know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. I feel like you don't oh, think yeah. Acuna. I wasn't really. I was pretty young when the Griffey Junior. Like obviously, I know who he is and what he did, but it's different when you're living it, you know. So I don't yeah. know. I guess from that standpoint, yeah. I mean, Acuna, I can really get on board with Tatis, not as much. Um, and even Acuna to some extent. I'm talking about like the classy freaking player that's just like all natural talent. Like Acuna and Tatis have the all natural talent, but they're not that like super classy guy that Griffey Jr. was. Man, that I mean, the dude was just a baseball player. You know, like yeah, he was he was a baseball player, but he also added the like tiny little bit of flair that the game needed. It wasn't the over-the-top flare that we're right. getting on right now. It wasn't like, I'm throwing my bat into the batting screen and watch it bounce off. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're kind of at now. Yeah. Yeah. Also, so, Adam Ottavino plays for the Red Sox. Didn't know that. Yeah, I, I knew that. When did I, that happen? This year? Uh, this year, yeah. Yeah. He, had, he did not do well in New York. You know, there are a lot of people that were – people being pundits, local pundits, you know, upset about the the Rockies not bringing Ottavino back after the, um, excuse me, the 18, 2018 season. And that was like the one move I was fine with. Yeah. Um, he, he, like, I think they, well, they didn't sell him because, you know, he was a free agent, but yeah, uh, intents and purposes, he was, uh, they sold high on that, I, I believe. Yeah, they did it, like, it was the right call. Like, he was way too sporadic. He always was. He had, the like, two amazing seasons, but they weren't back-to-back seasons. So, you know, and then the injuries. Yeah. Yeah, he was a guy that is, was definitely worth letting go from that standpoint. And I agree. I don't, I don't think that there was any reason to be uh, – that was a good call. I like. I also think that DJ LeMahieu. I mean, it's still hindsight looks really shitty. This year, maybe it looks a little, a little more accurate than ever. Like right after he signs his five-year ginormous deal, uh, but like I think you let that guy go. I th- I mean, yeah, you basically give Murphy the same deal that that DJ accepted, but. For the rocket, for the Rockies' standpoint, DJ told them he wasn't going to accept a two-year deal, so they're like, "We're not even going to negotiate it." Then, so ends up that was not what his market was worth, and he signed for the same deal for in a much larger market, killed it for two years, signed the monster deal, and he he's has he mailed it in or is he just like, you know back to what he really was is he just not focused i don't know but is he's not that great this year that's for sure 
I just had to get my DJ rip in, by the way. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, like, like last year, DJ LeMayhew's, uh his OPF was over one, I believe. This year, it's 720, right? Where Ooh. Right where he belongs. Right where, like, okay, that's what he is. That's, like, who he is. He's got a, let's see, a 271 average, which you don't complain about, but a 720 OPS, that's, that's who that guy is. Seven home runs. So, yeah, sounds about right. Sounds about right. Do you think the the players' association would ever agree to uh, a rule that teams are only allowed to sign a player for one season at a time? <laughs> no, definitely not. Not not baseball. They're too strong, right? Like it does sound awesome, though. Excuse me. Hold on, unbaseball related. I'm seeing this advertisement for Elton John. Uh huh. Yeah. November second, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, what the fuck? I thought he had a farewell tour. Oh, uh, November twelfth, twenty twenty two. Do you know anything about this? I uh saw something come through the email and I did not do any additional research, but yeah, he did a farewell tour and he obviously did not bid farewell. I don't know. Another tour. I think it's probably COVID related. Uh, Let me think when I guess that farewell was 2018. Began in 2019. It began in 2019. Went uh, through 2019, maybe into 2020. I just suspect. Regardless, though, from a wow. money-making standpoint, I think that it's it's a uh, shit. I got smoked on some some of the plans that I had for 2020 because of COVID. I need to get back out there and tour. Hmm. I just these I don't know why these artists just just perform until you die. You obviously want to. Don't you know they obviously say farewell so everyone goes out and buys tickets and uh-huh. you know fills the stadiums and I get that but it's I mean that have it uh, it happens all the time with these all, artists. All Haven't the time. Rolling Stones had like 10 farewell tours? I think so, yeah. They've had at least 3 two. Yeah. Now, if you, it'd be funny if you like, if you set it when you first started doing it, you set it up. Farewell tour number one. <laughs> Farewell tour, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> that would actually be good. That would be funny. Except Disney, Disney might might come a knocking at your door. Hey, oh, excuse us. Excuse us. They're actually. They're actually going to call you tomorrow because you you said that. Oh God! On this podcast, so I hope they don't check out our first season. Though I think hey. that was changed enough to 
Yeah. We avoided yeah. some stuff. Matt Adams yeah. has his – looks like he's from the night, late 1990s with his ears pierced. What are the what is going on with Matt Adams and the Rockies? I mean, <laughs> have you seen like, this? Like, why is he on the team? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh man, and O Dog's really disappointing, huh? Shit. Yeah, he's turned into a big pile of O Dog. That's oh, for sure. Man, it has been quite the. Uh, disappointment i was thinking he was gonna get in there and just start ripping it up and just never saw that happen just never saw it happen so that was uh, at least like all jokes aside at least black isn't like forcing him in the lineup i was worried about that like oh we gotta get owings back going gotta get him at second and center i was worried about that as well i'm glad Black has a little, little more intelligence to him. Right. Yeah. Well, um, uh oh, got the sound on. So, <laughs> I thought you watched the sound off, man. Uh, I do. I just, I just now turned it on. That was, that was my problem. But, anyways. The the overall look of the Rockies is just kind of discouraging from the standpoint of where they're going and what they've got. But it's, we're in a big transition period. I think they can make a lot of things right by just doing the right amount of due diligence in hiring the next GM. You know, like... Yes. I think they really can make make something happen there. And someone with a long-term vision opposed to just like, well, let's see if we can get Crone in here and see if our young catchers can do well and uh, this and that. Like, let's go out and we should say, um, and maybe we talk about it next week, but the Rockies have three players in the Futures game, which is cool. Yeah. Um, Toglia being one of them. That's big. They yeah. really need that to happen. You know, mm-hmm. like really need that to come down the right way. Yeah. So, but I, like I look at guys like McMahon and Rogers and I'm like, yes, I really, and Daza and Tapia. Though Tapia is a, he's a little older now. Um, well, I don't know. He might be the same age. But anyway kind of look at those guys and the way they're playing you're like yeah that's really nice stuff and elias elias is is coming around you know who i, I don't know the staying power of that i don't like to be a pessimist but yeah toppy is 27 so but there's there's things you like and then marquez is doing what he does and pretty much don't like anything from the bullpen but <laughs> what's new you know Right, exactly. But and then there's things you don't like, like I don't know. Blackman has his games, but he also has his games where he's off, and and you know, Crone's either hitting home runs or not doing anything. I feel is that I feel like he's either hitting a home run or he's just <laughs> he went on a big he went on a big slide after we really touted him on the <laughs> All Star episode. 
So, and that, but then he came back with a vengeance. So it's, uh, I don't, yes, that's what it feels like. So, uh, there's, there's some positive things. I really do think like Rogers is one of few players right now. That's above an 800 OPS. And, you know, he's hitting 273. Like you really kind of like what's going on there. So there's a lot of positives. The pitching staff still looks like starting pitching still looks really good. Uh, obviously, we'll see what happens with Gray. Like, can they resign him? I don't know, but uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of positives, uh, just not as big or as large as we would like to see them. And the long term look is still really like skeptical, right? A lot of risk in what the Rockies have going on. Hopefully they can they can make it work, uh, but again I think it all comes down to what they they do with this new GM hire. Well, what do you want to talk a little bit about that before? It seems like you've got some thoughts there. No, I mean I don't like I don't have any thoughts. I'm just like I'm just saying in general they need to they need to do their due diligence and hire someone that is willing to turn the team around and not necessarily like I'm okay with an internal candidate as long as mm. I can see how they stack against, you know, who's out there and what, what they were looking at, you know, but I don't want like a super big name or whatever the case may be. I just want someone that is willing to make the hard decisions to create a team that's, you know, in it to win and not in it to make make money, basically. And that, like, that's where I'm at from that standpoint. I think that they can do it right, but I I need to see that happen. You know, if, if I end up hearing that they're hiring, I don't know, Clint Hurdle or it's like some internal guy that, that I've never heard of before. Or, you know, whatever it is, like, I like that's not what I want to hear. I want to hear that they're getting someone from Tampa Bay or Oakland or some of these teams that I know kind of follow the same structure and, I guess, the same uh, model that the Rockies are trying to go for. And I want to see that guy in there. That's what I want to see. But do you have... I mean, how much faith do you have that that's would be something you would end up seeing? Uh, not a lot. That's why I'm <laughs> like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe something's changing. I maybe. Also yeah, I maybe. mean, maybe something's changing. That I guess that's where where I'm at. So, all right. I don't know. Do you have anything else, or want to go right into this to what's coming up? Yeah, hit hit us with the the coming okay. attractions. So we kind of already talked about it. We got the Diamondbacks. We're, the Rockies are going to the Diamondbacks. That starts today. They're already playing that game. We won't talk about that yet. But uh, Diamondbacks for the sixth, the seventh, and the eighth. Friday is going to be a weird. Oh no. They'll go directly to the Padres after that. So on July 9th, 
Friday, July 9th, the Rockies are going to go to the Padres, and they're going to have a three-game set with the Padres. The 12th, of course, is the off day, and the 13th is the All-Star game. So that's where we're going to be. I suppose the 12th is going to be the the Home Run Derby. We're going to watch that. And uh, really, let's see, the only announced starters – are in the Arizona series. We got Chi-Chi going in the last game and Sensatella going in the second to the last game. And today, I believe, we have Gray going. And uh, I don't know who the Diamondbacks have going. It's like Kelly, I think, Merrill Kelly. And then to be determined, to be determined, the Diamondbacks are just a wreck. So... Hopefully the Rockies can get a three wins at the Diamondbacks, move that momentum, take three in San Diego, and that will give them six road wins matching their season road win total, doubling it to 12. That's what we're looking for. I think that's a possibility. And uh, with all of that, I will just say, let's go Rockies. This Elton John thing is really pissing me off, man. (laughs)